This is Country 104. Uh, okay, here we go. Good morning. Country mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104. Some more snowfall, which means we could see our friends over uh, driving them snow plows, clearing things up and making the roads a little bit easier for us to drive on. And we wish we could, you know, we wish she could, you know, call them by their names, but, you know, we don't know all of them personally. But something out in Scotland makes things a little bit easier to name drop each individual plow. Yeah, so this was coming out on Friday over in Scotland. I, I guess they got dumped on with snow, so they had all their snow plows out. And they have a website where you can, you know, go check out uh, the map of Scotland and, and see where the snow plows are and see what roads have been cleared. And, and it's a, a great tool to see, you know, should I hop in the car and drive to work today? No, probably not. <laughs> and But, Kyle, on, on this map, not only is it, you know, a handy, handy dandy little tool, but it also had all of the names of the snow plows. And it's not like Snowplow 154 or Snowplow 2. It's uh <laughs> I can't even say these with a straight face. Ready, spready, go. <laughs> or Snowby Gone Kenobi. They have come up with the best <laughs> nicknames for their snowplows and, and i guess over there they also call snowplows gritters so they have gritty gritty bang bang nice they have gangsta granny gritter come on they that's have... my favorite one <laughs> okay but what about darth spreader that's nah, pretty good zoo uh, we've got Britney spears license to chill yes sir ice can boogie Nitty McGritty, the Snowbuster. Uh, we have Snow Trooper, Snow Dozer, Slippy McGritty. These names are so good. Yeah. Can we bring this over to Canada, please? Except, you know, we got to come up with creative, innovative names, not, you know, like, you know, like the, the Bodie McBoat face. We can't have like Snow. Yeah, that also Plowy came from Mc Scotland. Plowy McSnowplow or something like that. Like, we need to keep, <laughs> yeah. keep the innovation going here. But the, what was the granny one again? The, Okay, it it was Gangsta Granny Gritter. Gangsta Granny Gritter for the win. I'm sorry. That's the best one by a mile, in my opinion. Country 104. Kyle, a couple minutes ago, you said something, and I realized you do my, my biggest pet peeve around the holidays. If I ask you what you want for Christmas, you say... I don't know. I don't know. And that drives me nuts. Yeah. And it's especially. It's, I was going to say, it's not because, like, I don't. It's just I don't care. It's just it, it doesn't matter what you get me. I'm going to appreciate it. That's that's where I'm coming from. Not I don't know. Like I haven't put thought into it, and I'm I don't want to help you. It's honestly anything that you get me, I will put to use, and I will be grateful for. Yeah, which is, I mean, a good way to to look at that. You're going to be, you know, appreciative of of anything that you unwrap on Christmas Day. But when it when it comes to my my family, and they say, I don't know, I think. It's a it's a pandemic. I want to spend as little time in the stores as possible. <laughs> so at least like point me in the right direction. You know, this is this isn't the year that you can just go window shopping for hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And you know, there are sometimes when you ask someone, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And they say, Ah, I don't want a gift. Well, we've got the hidden meanings behind 
when someone says that. So when people say not to get them any gifts for Christmas, you know, what do they actually tend to mean? There's about five different explanations here, Leanne, and this is kind of the top answers that we're given here. So almost 50%, 46% of people, when you ask them, you know, what do they want and they say they don't want anything, here's what they really mean. I do not want a gift, but I will not be upset if you get me one. Oh, that is so, if you, what? It's the worst. It's like the the French fry thing. It's like, hey, do you want French fries? And you say no, but you really mean yes, and you better get me some. That's exactly what it means. That's exactly it. Now, 18% of people say when they don't want a gift that they do want a gift, but will not be upset if they don't get one as well. Oh, my goodness. So it's it's, it's all these hidden meanings. 15% of people say they don't know. (laughs) They're just confused, too. And this is where it just becomes the worst. 9%, I do not want a gift and will be upset if you you get me one. And then there's the 6% that say, I do want a gift and will be upset if you don't get me one. When they specifically say, I don't want a gift. So, oh, and this is why f- there's sometimes family <laughs> drama on Christmas Day because of moments like this. And and we did post it over on our Country 104 Facebook page. I said, you know, if, if somebody says, don't get me a gift or I don't really want anything or, you know, just just don't do anything. What do you do? What do, yeah, what do you do? And Amanda says, I never listen. I start racking my brain for moments throughout the year of what they said and things that they they wanted or that they would enjoy so I can come up with a good gift from that. Amanda is on 24-7 Christmas alert for gifts. She's always on the prowl. Yeah, Kate's like, no, I don't do it. I don't get him a gift. (laughs) (laughs) Country 104. So there's a story out in California and it is a couple of police officers who are taking down someone who was trying to steal a uh, a car. And as the operation was going around, the one police officer was, you know, in their in their full gear. They had spotted the situation and, you know, were, were in pursuit of of trying to catch this person in in the act of stealing a vehicle. And then the cop says out of nowhere, "Get him, Santa." And the undercover cop dressed as Santa comes in and makes the arrest on the guy. And it it is one of the best things I think I've read all week so far. Right. I mean, so, so of course, we know the real Santa Claus is up in the North Pole. He's keeping his eye on the naughty and nice list, right? So we've got a undercover cop and uh, dressed as Santa and one dressed <laughs> as an elf yeah. hanging out at the mall so they can take down shoplifters as they're leaving and and they they stopped in one afternoon i think it was um about four other people who were trying to shoplift they they caught somebody who was trying to shoplift or steal a thousand dollar lego set which i i haven't bought lego in years and i knew lego was expensive but one lego set a thousand dollars? It must have been like the entire cast of Star Wars to be worth a thousand dollars. But like three arrests and you know, uh, and a car thief all on the same day. It's a pretty good day for Santa and his elves. Country one oh four. And Leanne, you know, we were discussing a little bit earlier, you know, s- things that you know we think about now as adults are very different from what we thought about when we were kids. Specifically, you know, things that worry us or scare us a little bit. And it got us thinking, what are some things that keep us up at night or that scare us a little bit now that wouldn't have when we were kids? 
Yeah, when you're a kid, the biggest worry is, you know, coming home from school and making sure you, you've got enough snacks to eat while you're watching the family channel. Like, that that was the big worry when you were a kid or what it, what what sport you were going to play if you were going to make the, the high school basketball oh, team. That was, man. that was the stress. War- stressful. Yes, I it seriously was. I remember I got cut from the, when I was in grade six, from the, uh, from the volleyball team. Oh, no. And I was just so, I was so heartbroken. It was so hard to Devastating. hear Devastating. <laughs> now we're, now we're sitting up worrying about taxes. Did we pay our rent on time? Did we feed the dog? Like all kinds of things that are, that are keeping you up, right? Like big adult responsibilities. And I just, I remember as a kid, just worrying about the tiniest little things like, oh, you know, like I, when I go to school tomorrow and did I finish my homework or, or things like that? Not that those things didn't matter. But things have changed very much as you've aged. Yeah, we've got a uh, comment, couple of comments over on our Control Four Facebook page. We asked the question, what scares you as an adult that didn't bother you as a kid? And Daniela <laughs> says, not mowing the lawn. Because oh. what would the neighbors think? Y- you got to keep up on it, right? I have learned that very much so. And I, we haven't even had the house for a full summer yet. I'm like, oh man, I got to get this lawn up in shape and in order. I got to get this thing maintained <laughs> so I'm on par with the rest of the neighborhood. Yeah. Jill commented, she said, when the bills come in the mail, yeah. it's never fun. You know, you never get oh. fun mail. I like to call it fun mail when you get you know, a, a check or a birthday card or something. You never get enough fun mail as an adult. It's always bills or f- flyers that just go straight in the recycling. One for me is if I make sure when I do my grocery shop is did we get enough food for the week so we don't have to go back? And do we have enough food to last the week so we don't have to go buy more food? That's one that's like, because you don't want to go back, especially now in a pandemic. You don't want to go to the grocery oh, store sure. multiple times in the week. You want to make sure you've got everything so that you're set for the next minimum week possible. Possibly too. As a kid, you're like, Mom, there's no food in the fridge. <laughs> and she's looking at the cabinets, being like, There's, there's just seven different full options. Of food. Yeah. Country 104. Talk about someone going the extra mile. So, this is a story from the Murrieta Police Department. And someone had posted this saying, Earlier today, an officer was out and about doing traffic enforcement and they spotted a violator pulled the driver over, only to discover that he had an outstanding felony warrant and arrest against him, but he was in the middle of a food delivery to someone that had ordered a pizza. Now, unfortunately, the driver had to be arrested for their warrants, but they posted, but fear not, Officer McCarthy stepped in, not only made the arrest on the individual with the warrant, but then went ahead and delivered the pizza to the address that they were going to in the first place. What a good Samaritan that cop is. If if I was that cop, I would have been like, I'm, you know, arresting you and your pizza. Thank you. I'm going to eat this I'm taking your tips. <laughs> this is what I, this is my, what I get. This is my tip for, for bringing you in. But that actually reminds me, Kyle, of a, a story. I don't know if you saw this. It came out of uh, uh, Perth a couple of weeks ago. Okay. The, the end of November. And in Atwood, which is, you know, kind of between Mitchell and Listowel, uh, police were called for what they thought was a suspected B&E. Turns out that people were allowed to be there. There was no break and enter. They were allowed to be in this shop. They had permission from the owner. Sure. 
but I guess they were worried, you know, you know, sometimes when the police come up, you, you automatically assume that you're doing something wrong and you kind of freak out. When you're driving and doing absolutely nothing and a police officer pulls up behind you or beside you and you're just like, you just feel like you've done everything wrong. Yeah, you're waiting for them to flick on their yep. lights because you're like, there's there's got to be something. <laughs> so that's, I think, what happened with this one guy because he gave the police officers a fake name. <laughs> But when they punched that fake name into the system, that fake name was found to be a federal offender violating their parole. And they they were like a a wanted for violating the parole. So they had to bring this guy in. They had to put him in holding all because he gave a fake name. And they probably found out afterwards. They were like, can we see your license and registration? They pulled it out and they're like, sir, this is not your name you gave us. (laughs) It's like when you're going through airport security. And you think you're they're asking you questions about what you're doing and where you're going. And you just start making up nonsense on the spot. (laughs) You're like, you're going to the States for vacation or something. You go to Mexico for vacation. Like, what are you doing here? And you're just like, I'm I'm a mule. Wait, no, I'm not. And then you start (laughs) losing it. Country 104. Reddit has released their list of the top Am I the A-hole stories of the year. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. There's, I, I love these. It's so fun talking about other people's problems and what they've got going on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with this story, the <laughs> it's a little bit long, but it is, it is so worth it, okay? okay? So it's a guy writing the story. He says, I had a 1967 Impala four-door that I bought in February of 2019. Well, a couple of months ago, I bought my first house that had a two and a half car garage. So I moved the car into the garage and I started tearing it down for a complete restoration. I had the body in one bay, the chassis in another, the whole garage, of course, just gets filled up with parts. Well, about two months ago, my girlfriend came to live with me during this whole crisis and the whole time has hated that car. She wants to park in the garage goes, but I have two acres of land with lots of nice places to park under shady trees or even a barn if the car has to be inside. I tell her, tough luck about the garage. It's my house, and it's not like I can just throw the car back together in an afternoon. He goes on. I was out of town for a couple of days on a business trip for this small local company I work for. When I got back, my girlfriend was all smiles, making me food all the time, doing all the chores, all that. I thought maybe she was just happy to have me home. But then I realized that I didn't see her car parked in its usual spot. I asked her where she parked her car so I could make sure I mow the area or at least make sure that it's kept nice and, you know, easy for her to park. She said not to worry because she parked in the garage. I asked how. And she told me to go check it out. Turns out that while I was gone, she hired some people to come over and move everything related to that car, including the drivetrain, body, chassis, and all parts, and take it to the local dump. What? (laughs) He goes, I was absolutely dumbfounded. I had spent over $11,000 on that car, including new parts, services, and the car itself. I told her, I was going to be taking her to court for that. But she brushed me off like I was being dramatic. I'm going to get justice for what she did. Am I the a-hole for wanting to take her to court? No! Are you (laughs) kidding me? Oh, my gosh. (sighs) That is, it's not only that he spent $11,000 on the parts. It's a project 
that you slowly put the car together. That's your baby. You're remaking it. You're remodeling it. You are to, I have, I know so many people. I was, so when I talked to you about the, um, uh, a few weeks back, I went over to one of my girlfriend's friend's farm, and she has, like, horses up there. They were horses mm-hmm. up in, like, in, like, Spain. They were circus horses. Well, her dad works on cars, too, and he built a garage, and he has them all set up. And, it, like, it's, 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 like, you got parts all over the place. It's, it's a workshop. I, the amount of effort that goes into something like that for her to hire people to move it and have the the nerve to bring it to a like move it to a different shed get another shed storage area i would have been like that's still not she took it to a dump she a took it to dump. a dump a scrapyard we have brad texting in saying my heart is beating fast this isn't okay justin says the dude not the a-hole uh you should be taking her to court. And, and here's the thing. He'd been working on it. He got he got that car February of 2019. So he's had it for over a year and a half, year. almost two years yeah. at this part, mm-hmm. point working on it. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget, it's his house. He bought the house. It's his garage, his space to do what he wants with it. Sure, she moved in because it's COVID. But she doesn't own the house. She owns nothing. She's, a, she's I mean, they're dating, but really she's a guest in, in his house. <laughs> trying to compose myself here. This is, and this is why this became the top "Am I the a-hole?" story of 2020 because it just—it's insane. I I want to apologize on I because I know as soon as we brought this story up, I know for a fact how many. I know how much this is frustrating you listening right now because it's frustrating me. <laughs> and I guarantee you that there's probably someone listening who who has working on a vehicle who's got something like this in the works and can only imagine the rage if this were to happen to them. And I hope I never hope in a million years that this ever happens to you. Cause this is awful. This is as bad as it gets. Here we go. We got a text from Gary saying if right. somebody did that to my car. They would be looking for another place to live. Country 104. Kyle, have you ever been in line at the drive-thru or at Tim Hortons and you've rolled down your window, you've gone to pay, and they said, don't worry about it. The car in front of you is paid for it. Has that ever happened to you? No, it's not, unfortunately. Um, I, I will say, and I'm not just blowing smoke or anything, I have done it before to somebody. Oh, that's nice. Um I, I haven't done it a ton, in, in all honesty, but I have done it at least... I've done it at least once. I think I did it another time when I was with somebody. You just felt like doing it? You felt like being nice? Yeah, like it was it was a good day. I think I won my fantasy football week or something. I was feeling great, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I got the person behind me. I'm in a good mood today. That's awesome. Well, there's a story coming out of Minnesota, and somebody must have been in a good mood. Maybe they won their fantasy league <laughs> that week as well. And they were in the, the Dairy Queen drive through they rolled down their window to pay for their order, which was hopefully a, a smarty blizzard. Yep. And <laughs> it's my personal. Problem. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they said, you know what? I'll pay for the person behind me. Okay. Well, the second car pulled up and they're like, oh, you don't have to pay the person in front of you paid. They're like, okay, well, I'll pay for the person behind me. And this. A double. Happened. Yeah. And Kyle, it became a triple, a quadruple. quadruple a, I don't know what's five. Quinn. I know quintuple. I know a quintuplet, <laughs> but a quintuple, sure. But it kept going, and this started Thursday afternoon, and it went until 
Saturday. Days? 900 cars. Come on. Participated in this pay it forward drive through chain. First of all, I have two points. One, that's incredible. The fact that that carried on for that long. So long. Is remarkable good for minnesota it's probably a super small town where everyone's just the nicest person on the face of the <laughs> earth but my second point is at what point like who was the 901st person that that ended the the train right can you imagine <laughs> being that person like oh the person before you paid for it cool thanks maybe like, it was I'll the just, person my free food maybe it was the person that started it and came back and was like oh my gosh this is still happening Stuck. all right i'm ending this right now <laughs> okay also just other footnote that from thursday at lunch to saturday night there was a steady stream of cars going through the dairy queen who's buying dairy queen at 6 a.m who's buying dairy queen at 8 a.m did, did dairy the- queen have coffee Maybe. Or were people just substituting coffee for, like, for blizzards at that point? They're like, yeah, you know what? I don't want... Also, this is in Minnesota where it's freezing cold outside and you're going to Dairy Queen to get a blizzard? That's, like, more... That's, like, the more Canadian than things we do here in Canada. (laughs) Country 104. There's nothing nothing like sibling love or... I should say nothing can get on your skin quite like a sibling can, right? Yeah, no, the the quote unquote brotherly love and the the rivalries that you have between (laughs) siblings is very real and does not go away as you get older. Let me just point that out. The the love is always there. Don't get me wrong, but there's always the, you know, the little jabs at one another, the making fun. It's just things that you just always do. I mean, you have a younger brother. I feel like that's it's never going to not go away. I have an older brother. Older brother, everybody, sorry. Everybody thinks we're twins, which I will say <laughs> grinds his gears for the same same reason. <laughs> but uh, we have a nine-year-old girl here, and she wrote a letter to Santa. Her older brother took a peek before it got put in the mail sure. and delivered to the uh, to the claws factory, and he took a photo and posted on social media. Oh, no. I love older brothers. So he said that this is this this is the the letter my sister wrote to Santa. In cursive writing, very nice cursive writing for a nine-year-old, said, Dear Beloved Father Christmas, Wow. I hope you've had a wonderful year and you've been well. My year has been quite the opposite. I've tried hard to be good, but miserably failed. I'll be honest, I do deserve a coal, but please, I'd love to have a present. Come on! Actually... More than one. And then she's got her Christmas list, Kyle. She says, here's the list. Tick the boxes if you have them. AirPods. Game controller. A snake. Who is this girl? A a trip to France. An iPhone 12. What? A mobile laptop. Hand sanitizer. (laughs) And a panda and a penguin. In brackets. Not dead. (laughs) Hopefully you succeed to fulfill all my requested items from the names crossed out. Capital City, Europe, Bottom of the Earth, Planet Earth, Milky Way, Universe, Space, Solar System. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> that's a that's quite the eccentric list to throw out there. Hey, I deserve coal, but just in case, I'd love a trip to France, AirPods, a laptop, the brand new iPhone, and a panda and a penguin. Listen, if we could all have pandas and penguins, I'm telling you right now, all my Christmas dreams would come true in that regard. But this is... Can we can we also mention the fact that she said a panda and a penguin in brackets, not dead, but she had a snake 
and there were, it just said a snake. It just she said a snake. Read, she didn't say not dead beside the snake. She didn't have to clarify the snake, but the panda <laughs> and the penguin, apparently she did. Uh, I mean, you can be bold for asking for what you want. I, I got to give her some credit. She was honest in the beginning. Gotta so shoot your shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never know until you give it a try, right? Country 104. Kyle, we uh, had a couple interesting months, to say the least. And while we were working from home over those months and in trying to navigate our, our new way during those months, apparently we picked up uh, a couple bad habits. Now, I got to be honest with you. I have the list in front of me here. We'll go through some of them. Some of them understandably so some of the habits you know not necessarily great you know uh not eating enough fruits and veggies you know almost almost a third of us experienced that a little bit understandable Mm -hmm. maybe you got a little bit too much caffeine in the system that's almost a third of people too check every single day totally get that one maybe we're not exercising as much as we normally do i know that i have to a certain extent (laughs) but i gotta be honest leanne some of these on this list if I could stay in my pajamas all day long, but I could still do some work and get stuff done, I don't find that a bad habit in any means. Oh, that you know what? I will say even on my day off, even on the weekend, Kyle, I will wake up and get out of my pajamas. Oh, I, I can, I can, <laughs> I cannot, uh, maybe I'll put on like a pair of comfortable track pants. Like I'll sure. put on comfortable lounge clothes, but I can't stay in my actual pajamas all day no, i can't do that one. i don't like have actual pajamas i mean i do have them i just i never wear actual pajamas like the pajamas quote unquote that i wear would be like just like sweatpants or track pants oh, and like okay, a sweater okay. so that would be like my that's like my correlation of, of pajamas yeah, but yeah. i listen if i could wear comfy pants all day long <laughs> i'm taking that and running uh another one uh eating more comfort food i don't consider that a bad habit it's comfort food. It it's means good. that you're it's cooking good for the more. Soul. Good for the it's soul, good. baby. We need as much good for the soul as we can yeah, in 2020 yeah. here. And then the one that the most people say is a quote unquote bad habit, but this is just the way I've always lived my life: snacking throughout the day. What? That's not a bad. That's not a that's bad a, habit. Yeah, I do that all day, every day, re- pandemic or not. That's- Staying in your PJs, eating more comfort food, and snacking all day long. <laughs> That sounds like a pretty great weekend to me. Country Mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104.